Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a It's time for another episode of N4G Radio. This is episode 398 for September 7th, 2015. And it's an exciting week. It's Metal Gear Week. Yeah. So, but with us this week, we have the Wombat. Yes, yes, yes. And we have Drew. Hey. And we have John. Hello! Damn, man, somebody put some fucking smack in your Cheerios this morning? <laughs> yeah. Did they? Really? No. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's alright. But anyway, yeah, it's time to talk about some Vigi games, and um, there's some Vigi games out. Quite a Is few it? of them. Quite a few of them, actually. There's really only it's one nice. that matters, though. No, that's not true, Drew. That's just no, the only one you're playing. <laughs> To me. No, no, no. There's lots that matters. This week has been amazing. Yes, it has. It's like pro- I think this is like Christmas already. Fuck out all the other shit. This is this week's been just. Uh, there's not been a duff one inside. I don't think. Uh, maybe one of those indie games wasn't all that hot. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about major releases that we actually care about. Hey, sometimes I care about indie games. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight is the bomb? Yeah. But anyway, we have a lot to talk about. And I guess the question is, is do we just start right there? Do we just go back into this? Do we want to? Do we want to discuss? Do we want to get stuff out of the way first? Okay, let's get stuff out of the way first. Okay, I got a couple things. Okay, you go ahead and we'll talk about games besides the Phantom Pain. Okay. Uh, First thing, uh, Diablo 3. I finally got my Platinum. Oh, awesome. Well done. So I am... Shoving, you can put that game to bed now. I I am going to put it on the shelf for now. I will probably come back to it because Diablo 3 is amazing. Um, but uh, in lieu of playing Diablo 3, I picked up Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, you did. What a fantastic game. I've been fucking telling you that for a year. <laughs> so there's two things I need to say about Hyrule Warriors. One... The game is fantastic. I love the music in it. I love the look of it. I even like the story that they're telling. Yeah, it's a weird story. It, it's a weird story, but I like the, how it, it's narrated. And, you know, it's really well done. Um, and don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, it is a Warriors game, so you're going to do a lot of button mashing. But it's cool to finally see a game like this that doesn't have to do with the Yellow Turban Rebellion. So I can actually understand it. <laughs> um, the other thing 
Ha, you don't that, know shit about the Yellow Turban Rebellion. I really don't. <laughs> Nobody knows shit about the Yellow Turban Rebellion except that it's I, level one. Yeah, and I, I a should. Shit ton of fog in the Yellow Turban Rebellion. Yeah, there is. So, um, but the other thing that I have learned while playing uh, Hyrule Warriors is that the gamepad kind of sucks as a controller. Yeah, it really sucks. No, I could have told you that. You imagine just the people who play Bayonetta with a gamepad. God, it's disgusting. You don't do I, that. I, I I really really don't like that controller. Um, and I'll probably get a classic controller just to play this because this is going to be my new like Diablo was one of that was one of those games where I don't really feel like playing anything like getting into something deep. Uh, so I'll just play some Diablo because it's simple to pick up and and easy to play and. What better game than a Dynasty Warriors game to do that? So this is going to be my kind of like mess around game uh, for a while. So I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. It's actually really really cool, and I love the presentation of it. Like I said, you know I'm a big video game music fan, and just hearing butt rock remixes of the Zelda themes is great. Um, so yeah, I uh, been playing that. Uh, let's see here. Little bit of Heroes of the Storm, not much. I was basically just waiting, waiting until midnight <laughs> to finally play the Phantom Pain, um, which we will get into a little later. But I think that's about it. The only other thing, I, can I talk about the um, the, the 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 roguelike game that I'm reviewing? Yeah, it's out. Okay, it is out. Okay, the Quest of Dungeons or whatever. Yeah, Quest of Dungeons. You know, you skipped um, right over Super Toy Cars, which you have not been able to talk about for weeks. And now you can um, finally express your thoughts on that majestic game. Let me express my thoughts on Super Toy Cars. That game is not that great. It has some decent aspects. I think that the look of it is pretty cool. You know, it's kind of like, you know, RC Pro-Am kind of deal where you're you're actually controlling little toy cars as they go around the playroom and shit like that. And that's novel and stuff like that. And You know what the funniest thing about that is? What's that? There's fucking weather. Yeah. So apparently it rains in the kid's room where yeah. these cars are racing. And that's... In the, in the kitchen and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it It's okay, I guess. Uh, there's... It just feels like a kind of like a shoddy port because it's originally on the PC. And I noticed the PC version has like a track editor and multiplayer and stuff like that. And that would have been kind of cool to do, but none of that is in the Xbox One version. Uh, and on top of that, there is an issue with jumping. When you jump your car like over a ramp, if you land too hard, your car resets. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why did my car reset? You know, like whenever you go off track or flip it or something like that, your car reset. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, I landed perfectly. It's just I landed really hard, and my car reset. And that brings your time down, you know, especially if you're doing like a time trial or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I just think it was kind of like poorly implemented on the Xbox. Um, but, I mean, the racing's okay. You know, it has it has aspects of... Mario Kart, where you can get weapons and and you know shoot them at the enemies and uh, you know different types of boosters and stuff like that. So I mean, it's it has a little bit going for it. Unfortunately, there's no online multiplayer, so that's kind of out the window. Um, 
Yeah. It's kind of mediocre. <laughs> so there's my thoughts on super toy cars. I know you've been waiting weeks to, to let those out. Yeah. The other one, Hatsune Miku. Reviews live now. That game's not for me. Um, dance, dance, dance. Yeah, it's, it's a rhythm action game mixed with like this weird I don't know what like it's it's a rhythm action game. That's that's basically what it is. That's what you're going to be playing. The other parts are like when you're not doing the rhythm action stuff, you you have a buddy that stares at you on a screen, and you can dress them up in different items, and you can decorate your apartment, which I did for probably about ten minutes, and said, "Okay, let me do the rhythm action stuff because that's where the game is." You don't like to play dress up with your house? No, not really. You know. And then you go do the you do the songs, you get scored on it, and you get coins which you or, or money or whatever you want to call it to go to the shop and buy more outfits for your little character and like couches and chairs and stuff for your apartment. And I was I'm done, I'm done. You know, I mean the the rhythm action stuff is okay. There's three different difficulties. Um, it, it plays a lot like Elite Beat Agents or maybe Theater Rhythm. Uh, and like I don't know any of the songs. They're all in Japanese. It's all J-pop stuff. It's cutesy anime girl stuff. The end. The end. The end. If you like that stuff, you'll probably like this. I'm not a big fan. All right. And then a lot of the Phantom Pain. You for, you skipped over Quest of Dungeons. Oh, did I see? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, because you derailed me. I was going to talk about it. I was it. trying so, to make sure that you got your feelings out about those two games. Okay, okay. Quest of Dungeons is a roguelike, um, kind of like an old school roguelike. Um, for the life of me, I can't think of one. Was Ultima one? What? Anybody play Ultima? I, I, that sounds like a Ryan game. No, Ultima wasn't a rogue, roguelike. Okay. It's we. I've played games like this before, old old games, um, where like if you you can move around and each move is like a turn, and you basically just press up against an enemy and it attacks, kind of thing. Um, but I can't think of one to save my life right now. Um, but this is kind of like that, where you go through a dungeon. Uh, you can choose four different characters. There's warrior, uh, the the assassin. The druid and the wizard, uh, and each has their own different kind of play style. Uh, and you just go around. You you you, did, you explore the dungeons. You get money and uh, different new weapons and, and equipment, and just see how far you can make it. Basically, um, and you you can run into like a boss, uh, and of course it takes a while to kill it. Um, but it's all kind of like turn based in that manner, where every time you move a tile, it's a turn. So if I move, the enemy moves. And then you eventually until you get to where you're facing both of each other and you just kind of hit each other until somebody dies. Uh, but there is some, there is some like strategy involved. Like you can take health potions and stuff like that. And it, it's, it's a decent amount of like little stat tracking stuff and, and trying to figure out, you know, what's the best loadout for, for a certain type of situation. You know, certain monsters are strong against certain things. And then you have special abilities that have cooldowns. And stuff like that. So it's it's a pretty simple game in that manner, but it's it does have a little bit of strategy involved in it. 
Um, but it's it's not bad. It's it's kind of fun. It has it has it tries to have a little bit of humor. Um, and it's but it, it is one of those games where you just try and see how far you can go, and then when you die, you just start over. You did, son. You did. But there, there, there is. From what I understand, there is an actual ending to it. So you, you, you can eventually make it to the end of the dungeon. You keep going down floors. I don't so know how many floors there are. You start over. Do you like lose all your level ups? Uh, yeah. From what I understand, you do. That sucks. That's a roguelike for you, man. Yeah, but some of those roguelikes, like Rogue Legacy, you get to keep some shit. Yeah, know? that's true. Like, if you suck the first time you went through it, are you really going to get good enough to finish the game? Well, see, I played twice, and I tried two different characters, so I don't know exactly. I need to check, because I first started with a warrior, then I tried the druid, um, so I need to actually go back and play the warrior again, because the warrior, I think, like I had him level up like five or six times, so he may keep his level, I'm not certain on that. What ended up happening was I played this game for about an hour and a half, and then went back to the Phantom Pain. Okay. So anything else besides the Phantom Pain? No. Okay. So let's see what John played besides the Phantom Pain. Um, I have... I guess I'll start off with the stuff that I didn't like, which is the indie game that you so notably mentioned. Um, Iron Bread is fucking shit. Um, <laughs> um I see uh, the review will go up shortly on the site, I'm sure. Um, I have strong feelings on this because uh, Clearly. Yeah, it's it's not a badly made game. It's along the same veins as um uh, uh, Octodad and Surgeon Simulator, where they you're fighting the controls all the time. Um, the the problem is is that it's just it it's not fulfilling enough. It's not rewarding enough. Um, the, the controls, as I say, you fight every single step of the way. Um, you've got your slice of bread. Each of the four corners of the bread um, are. Controlled with the L1, L2, R1 and R2 buttons. Um, you can also shuffle the bread along and sort of give it a little bit of direction here and there. Um, it just, it, it's so frustrating because you have to work your way across the room. It's got, um, things that will help you along, um, where you can sort of, if you get on the floor, you're dirty to bread, so you have to stay off the floor as much as possible. So how are you going to navigate? Well, it'll give you these little ways of doing it. And you spend 20 minutes trying to get from one end of the room to the other to get to the toaster, and you just cannot get in the fucking toaster. It's so fucking difficult. Um, I just got, I, I, I nearly did a Justin um, and went through a controller. It just was not gelling me with me whatsoever and i'm sure there are people out there that find that sort of thing challenging this is a challenge without a doubt um i just i there was nothing in it for me at the end you know there was no um no reward no goal no focus no push no drive and and that was that was my biggest issue with it um but if you want to know all of my thoughts then uh read the review later this week um played some until dawn that game is bloody amazing did um, you play or did you watch someone no play? you see um laura has already played it 
and finished it. And she managed to get through with just two people have, uh, two of her characters have been killed. Um, and both of them, I think, were the ones that you had trouble with, with the motion right at the end where you cannot move it for about 40 or 50 seconds. And that's one of the ones that caught her out. Um, she absolutely loves it. She's actually gone back and she's going to try and kill all the characters to see what that happens. Uh, see what happens with that so she's gonna mix it up and and see what different endings she can get but she absolutely loved it uh, i've been playing she's been watching me play because she wants to know how it differs and even in the like the first or second chapter decisions i made gave me gameplay that she never got which is fun you know there's a whole scene that she did not get because i chose something that she didn't and that to me is amazing you know that you know it's almost like witcher in its, you know, make one decision and you can completely lose out on seeing something or doing something. So that's really cool. I'm enjoying it. The jump scares are jump scares. I'm not, it's, I don't think it's, I'm not going to be that worried too much. I mean, with something like Alien Isolation, I've still got that on my shelf. I still haven't played it because that game really feeds on your sense of dread. Um, with this, it's a slasher movie. I can watch slasher movies. I'm fine with that. You know, I do like, you know, I, I love me some paranormal activity. I love those jump scares. Um, so for that, it's, it's not driving me away. It's actually making it fun. Um, um, yeah, uh, there's not a lot to say about that. Um, other than if you enjoyed heavy rain or if you enjoy just, Hey, you don't, you don't have to enjoy heavy no, rain to play this no, game. No, but if you, heavy if you rain did enjoy, is terrible. If you did enjoy heavy rain, you will definitely enjoy this. If you like cheesy kind of slashery type movies, you'll enjoy this. If you like good storytelling, you'll enjoy this because it is good storytelling. It, they know exactly the audience they're playing to. They, you know, they, the cliches that are involved, they're all there, but it's not because they're copying it. It's because they know it's a knowing little nod. And, and that to me is fantastic. So I think it's definitely worth a play. Um, definitely, I think, after Bloodborne is probably the best exclusive they've ever had, um, and fair play to them. Um, super, is that Super Massive Games? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Crack and job. Crack and job. Um, also played some more Disney Infinity. Uh, yeah, you actually, did. Yeah, I did. Actually, I played some Two Point as well as Three Point. Oh God, why would you subject yourself to such torture? I just, I just wanted to go and and go back because I played some 3.0 last week and I thought well I'll, I've had 2.0 sitting there I've not really given it a shot um, so I put it in I've completed the Marvel um, p- p- play set and fair play um, flight in that game they've got that control down really well um, if you're contr- playing as like Iron Man or Thor who can who can fly the controls for that are brilliant <laughs> it's just something that really stout combat on the other hand is a little bit tricky Um but the 3.0, that game is phenomenal. Um, I've delved a little bit more into the Twilight of the Republic playset. They, the combat is just, you know, the it, you can see Ninja Theory. It's all over that. You know, you get as you level up, you get extra moves like uh, block breakers and all sorts. And it's all about the timing of the the attack button to do these amazing. Uh, combos, all these flourishes and and waving of your your Jedi sword around and uh, uh, smashing the enemy up in the air and, and combo and it was fantastic. Um, really, really is good. Um, the 
frustrating. I came to a sort of one frustrating bit, which was the section where you're chasing um, Cad. Is it Cad Kane? The bounty hunter. I maybe. I don't watch. I no, I, I, don't watch, I don't watch. I don't watch Rebels, but apparently he's in that. He's like the blue guy, the the bounty hunter who was after the head of the droid. I don't know if you got to that bit. Yeah, it's like in it's on uh, uh, Coruscant. Um, there's a section where you are a very reminiscent of Phantom. Is it Phantom? No, um, Attack of the Clones, where they're chasing the bounty hunter through the skyways of uh, Coruscant. Yes. And yeah, there's it, it's that bit was a bit frustrating, but. The space combat's really good. Um, yeah, I want I want my my um, classic Star Wars pack, which is only available on the PS4 right now because f- exclusives. Oh, really? That's an exclusive. Which, how you, do you mean? I I it, can't get it. Well, it's you can buy a bundle that has it in it. What for, with the Han the, Solo? And yeah, Han Solo, Luke, and all that stuff. It's not coming. In the UK, you can't. Oh, well, over here, I'm pretty sure you can because it's called yeah. like. The some kind of because it comes with both of them, but the actual yeah, pack the is not coming until what the end of this month. Ah, uh, well, the UK doesn't have that yet. They just have the only play sets the UK has got is the Inside Out and then the Twilight of the Republic. The the other one, the the original trilogy one, isn't available here yet. And Boba Fett is exclusive to the PS. I know. Oh, I, right I looked at that today. And and I thought I'm not paying a hundred pounds just for that figure. That's ridiculous. This is the kind of shit that ruins these stupid yeah, exclusives. Yeah, this is so unfair because that's right expensive. I mean, I paid because I didn't need the I didn't need the um the, the portal. I just got the game and the playset, and that saved me like fifteen twenty quid. Um, it, it's not fair that if I wanted that character, I have to would then not only buy the whole set, but yeah, here it is. Here it is. You get it's called the Disney Infinity 3.0 Star Wars Saga Bundle for the PlayStation 4. It's only for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3. Comes with the game, the base, uh, Star Wars: Twilight of the Republic, Star Wars: Rise Against the Empire, a Boba Fett figure, and uh, exclusive web card. And uh, maybe that is, although it doesn't say that on the box. I looked at the box today, and it, it had the Boba Fett figure, but it did not have anything about the. Um, the Empire playset. So one hundred and fifteen dollars. Jesus Christ! Uh, is this this that's that needs to stop? It really does. Well, you get um, one, two, three, four, five, five figures, two playsets. Oh, uh, I guess if you are getting the playset, it's not so bad because it's like that's an extra thirty, well, like forty bucks. Who do you I guess. get? You get Luke, Leia, Boba Fett, Anakin, and Ahsoka, which is his Padawan in the Clone Wars. You don't get Han. I thought it was the original not. trilogy. They're going to sell. Yeah, it's got separately. Luke and Leia and Boba Fett from the original trilogy. There's two different playsets. The the um, Rise Against the Empire is the classic trilogy bundle, but it doesn't matter who you have. You can play through the whole set as long as you have one of the characters from the set. Yeah, but you want to play fucking Han Solo. Of course, well, some exactly. people want to play fucking Luke Skywalker. Ah, fuck that. Han's always no. better. They, that's why they took him out. They knew full well. Oh yeah, you go spend the fifteen bucks on him. Cool yeah, shot. get him and Chewie. Yep. And Darth I will Maul. buy all of those. Yeah. I unlocked Darth Maul in my game, but I don't have a figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm. I think I'm going to go all in with these. I think I'm going to get every playset for the Star the Star Wars ones anyway. Yeah, I want the Star Wars figure. stuff. That like I got the Inside Out one. But that's because they 
sent it to me. Mm. Uh, I also have. I'm the, sure that's fun. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Uh, they also sent the toy box takeover. Yes, I got that with my which pre-order. is fucking Diablo. What? What? It's a, it's a top-down perspective, three-quarter view action game. Action. You, is it multiplayer, like local co-op? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Oh shit! I'm on that later on. And you can that. use any figure in it because it's not a story-based. Oh my god! I'm definitely going to be going for that. Yep. Oh, awesome. Um, but yeah, that's it's great. I I am really, really down with 3.0, and again, especially the Star Wars stuff. I wish they'd make a Tron playset. They did the Tron characters. It's kind of annoyed me because if they've done the Tron characters separately, they're now not going to do um, a playset unless they're going to include Flynn and Tron as the two characters. Um, I really hope they do that, but we'll have to wait and see. And then finally, I guess uh, I can talk about Mad Max. I can talk about Mad Max. Mad Max is good. Yeah, it's real fucking good. Um, <laughs> That's this, not this what is, Metacritic says. Uh, Metacritic can go stick something up his bum. Um, Metacritic is not the one judging the goddamn game. When are people going to realize that? <laughs> I, I mean, I got it on piece. I, you know, I said last week I was good. I'd, I'd risked it. I had um, decided because it was dirt cheap to get a code for Steam and. Uh, with the exception of the issues that you get with Steam, uh, which is i.e. not actually unlocking at the right time or not preloading correctly, I have had no problems with this game. It is it is gorgeous to look at, absolutely gorgeous. The times that you get caught in a sandstorm, which you would think would look really dull and boring, it's just so much atmosphere soaks up. Its atmosphere is brilliant. Thunderstorms in the snow, uh, in the sandstorm, and um, debris flying everywhere. The combat is solid. It's not as tight as Batman. I think the um, uh, the parry button, you know, the Y button, um, uh, that takes a bit of getting used to and it doesn't unlike with batman if you're in the middle of a combo on one character and someone goes to attack you and you hit the counter button it stops the combo straight away and and you do the the counter it doesn't do that with mad max it's um so you can end up getting hit if you're trying to lay into one guy too too much but again just takes a little bit of getting used to the only kind of downside i would say is the stupid balloons they take fat Ever, it's it's like um, your Assassin's Creed towers, um, tower things, um, mixed with oh, um, State of Decay. Yeah, the spot you had to get out in the water towers, and you had to spot them, and that's what you do. It doesn't just automatically unlock all of the stuff on the map in the area. You have to actually get your binoculars out and spot the stuff, and that will then unlock it on the map. Uh, you can also, if you go close enough to it in your car, you'll unlock it on the map anyway. But um, it takes like 30 to 40 seconds to get up high enough and then about another 30 or 40 seconds to get down in this balloon and that to me could be an automatic it could be a cutscene. it doesn't you don't have to sit and press the button and go up and then press the button and, and hold your button finger on and go down why not just hit y get in there go up in a little cutscene, you know five seconds do your spot and, and then go back down again. It just seems daft. Um, car combat's pretty good as well. I don't know how you found it, Ken, but... Um, you got to get used to it. Like, these are old, like, ass-heavy cars. Yeah, and that's, yeah and but it, they feel like it. They have weight to yeah, it. Yeah, and nothing's better than the good. fucking harpoon. 
harpooning dudes and dragging them through the sand. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yep, or if you've got one that's like up a high position, like a sniper, you can actually instead you can pull the tower down with your harpoon, or you can just harpoon the guy and pull him out with the perch, which is quite funny. Um, the acting does leave a little to be desired. Um, I I think the guy who plays Mad Max is a little dull and monotonous. Um, from what I can gather, I've not seen Fury Road, but this ties in in the fact that it's. Um, a couple of the characters, or, or like, um, what's the name? The main Scrotius or Scrotus or something. Scrotus Maximus. Scrotus. So I don't. I don't. Scrotus know. Maximus is what I'm going to say. Uh, I think it's. I, I don't know. I watched it once. Scrotus, but it's apparently they're named in the film, but that's literally the only kind of link to it. Um, obviously, you haven't got Tom Hardy doing. Mad um, Max, you've got an Australian. Well, it seems to be an Australian actor, but it just feels flat. The, the dialogue feels flat, but it's it's not the end of the world. What's great Actually, about it this, is the end of the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's the combat and the driving, which are the two main things, um, are solid, and that's the most important stuff. The, the other things, like um, for a post-apocalypse um, kind of world which is light on gas there's awfully a large amount of gas about you can pretty much find it anywhere also water was, everywhere that was kind of like the movie well was it okay I've, again, in I've fury road it. like like gas was always supposed to be like this hot commodity in those movies because it's rare and they sent like 400 cars chasing <laughs> one car in the movie i'm like that's a whole lot of gas yeah, it's. I mean, those things you can overlook. It's if it's you, if a you enjoy movie. <laughs> it's um, it's it's enjoyable. I've, I'm really pleased with it. Um, I didn't know what to expect. Um, it's how well it does. I really don't know. I think they they really could have done with releasing that maybe two or three weeks sooner. I think that would have been a great game. July time. Um, I think it's. It seems like Warner were maybe putting setting it up to fail, but. Then again, they picked the date. Did they pick first of September first or after? It, it, it makes sense because it's the same day the movie came out on Blu-ray. Since they couldn't make the theater release, yeah, but it makes sense that. But it also doesn't make sense when you've got Metal Gear and Mad Max and your new releases up on a, a in, on a shelf in a game store. Which one's likely to get sold? I don't yeah. know. But there you go. That's a great game. Um, I I would recommend it if um, even if you want to wait for the inevitable price drop in a month's time. It's it's certainly worth a, worth the effort. And then I played Metal Gear, which well, I'm sure we'll talk about later. Alright, so I'll just ask Wombat if he's played anything besides Metal Gear. Uh, yeah. I played uh, Grow Home. Oh, I've been meaning to boot that up. How is that? Which, I think it's fun. Um, it's very different than just about anything else you've ever played. Um, has anybody played it other than me? No. no. Okay. All right. No. So the goal is there's a, a very specific plant, big giant plant that you have to make grow, and um, essentially you've got this little robot who um, you have to pick up crystals to make him control better. Which I know sounds horrible, but it, it works. Um, the but so he like he kind of runs around like a four year old, like he's. He starts running one direction, and if you try and change directions real quick, he kind of stumbles for a second, and you gotta, uh, 
kind of recover. But um, the biggest thing is climbing. You're climbing everywhere. And the way you climb is you control your hands with um, the stick and L1 or R1 grab with either your left or right hand. So you've got to like make your way up rock faces and up this plant and up this all this other, up all this other stuff by alternating L1 and then moving your other hand to, to a place you can grab and hitting R1 and then holding on to R1 so that you don't fall, letting go of L1, moving your other hand to somewhere else. It's um uh it starts out a little bit tedious, but as you start to pick up some more motion uh, ability. It, it gets really fun. Uh, I had I played it for probably a good hour last night, and it was uh, it was a good time. Um, I played Super Time Force on the Vita. Um, I never yeah. liked that game. I don't really think it's that good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of it either. I uh, so yeah, that'll probably get wiped off my Vita <laughs> here very soon. Um, which is okay. I mean, it was free. Yeah, it's free. I'll, uh, you know, I can't complain about free. It was free on the Xbox One when it first came out, too, and I didn't like it then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but this one's got Journey Guy in it. No, it's got Shuhei Yoshida in it. That's all you should care about, right? That's true. It does have him in it. I'm sorry, but the mechanics in that game, like, everybody that I talked to, like, when I said I didn't like it, they're like, you didn't get it. You don't understand how it worked. I'm like, no, nah, I kind of did. It just isn't that fun. Yeah, yeah I, I it's not very good. I no. didn't really enjoy it. So, anyhow, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. I think that's it. Other than that, it's just Metal Gear. All right. Well, I guess I'll wrap it up before we talk about Metal Gear, but I also played Mad Max. Uh, I'm only about four hours into it, but I think it's fantastic. Definitely something you should check out when you're done playing Metal Gear. It'll probably be cheap by then. Yeah. Because Metal Gear will take you the rest of the fucking year. (laughs) No shit. Um... I played the Deer God. I've been playing it for a while. I haven't had a chance to talk about it. That's the free Xbox One game right now. Yeah. Uh, the game's not that great. It's one of those... It's a roguelike. Oh, so it's a roguelike. It's a randomized roguelike. So, the game starts off, and it's almost so ridiculous that it's worth playing. So you're a hunter in the opening cutscene, and he shoots a baby deer by accident. And then gets killed by a wolf. Alright. So Karma reincarnates him as a baby deer. Oh. And then he has to run through the forest and survive. And that's all the game tells you. So everything else you have to learn on your own. And when you die, you get reincarnated again. Uh, depending on how long you live, is, you know, like you can grow to be, have big antlers and you pick up powers. And yes, eventually the deer can shoot a fireball because, of course, it can. Um, I actually got reincarnated as a beaver at one point. As you did. And I don't know why. I just build dams. But the the problem with the game, like the boss fights are cool. Like you'll fight these big giant snakes and scorpions, which makes no sense. But it's a video game, so whatever. Um, (laughs) But like the quest that you have to do, like the location of the item, it's not like something you could look up. Because it's randomized. So sometimes you'll walk through the same screen 400 times before you find the particular barrel that has the particular item that you're looking for to finish said quest. Hmm. 
So yeah, it's it's very tedious and repetitious outside of the boss fights, which I thought were really neat. But the rest of the game is really kind of blah. Um, okay. I played a bunch of Forza Six, but I can't talk about it yet. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, maybe I don't know. The embargo lifts a week early, so that should be a sign for you. Oh, okay. So it, in other words, they're confident. Yeah, it's the embargo's up on Tuesday, so. Ooh. People okay. will be able to talk about it on Tuesday. Well, the demo's out anyway, isn't it? Yes, the demo is out, and I did play the demo beforehand, and the only thing I'll say is I made fun of 3D Puddles. 3D Puddles are a fucking game changer, son. <laughs> what about the... Oh, we can't sort, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I can talk about anything that's in the demo. Um, how's the demo AI? It's actually good. Yeah, because that was a lot of problem with the last one, wasn't it? It was like that driver tar shite. Well, it's still drive guitars, but they're they're a lot smarter, and they're a lot more vindictive. Oh. So, for example, if I hit a car, he would have it out for me. Oh, okay. So I thought that was kind of neat because I ran into that into in a race. But yeah, I I said 3D puddles were the dumbest thing I'd ever heard of until I hydroplaned across the level because I nice. didn't slow down to hit the puddle right. Like most games you just you just get a lower traction rating on wet surfaces. But in Forza Six, like there's actual puddles that create on the track and when you hit them you feel your tires lose control. So it's really, really an interesting dynamic. So yeah, be able to talk about that next week. But uh let's talk about some metal gear. I played that. Metal Gear Solid Five, the Phantom Pain. Yeah, apparently that's um, apparently that's quite good. It's a game. Yeah, it's out. It's a long game. Sure. <laughs> well, the prologue is the only thing um, kind of I've got to so far, and that's that's. I messaged you, Ken, because I just did not <laughs> understand. It was just absolute batshit crazy. That's some yeah. Kojima ass Kojima right there. Yeah, and it's like. I'm, I'm trying not to spoil anything, of course, but what I sent a message to you about, why is this making me do this? What's going on? And I, I it's like, just really weird. And then, of course, there's the uh, um, devil on a unicorn type thing going on, which is just absolutely bonkers. And, yeah. and Gigantic whale. Yeah, the space yeah, Gigantic whale. fire whale. Yeah, that yeah. was that made sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, oh, I'm sure it Jesus. does. I mean, if you want to talk game. after the show is over, Drew and I can explain to you what was kind of going on in that intro, but he, I'm sure like both of us don't really know everything that was going on yeah. in that intro. It was just... I mean, it's typical Kojima um, in the fact that he doesn't leave you much in the way of clues, but I'm sure the answers would... Well, most of them would be in the game somewhere. And I'm sure as I progress through the game, I will learn more and more um, about what actually is going on. But yeah, um, there's there's a ton of clues to spread throughout this game. Yeah, yeah. Me and Ken have had a very long discussion about this. <laughs> I have decided that I am not going to play it again until I get back from the states because that game is going to require the fullest of attention. Um, where I'm not playing anything else that I can play it, you know, every day. 
um, and that sort of stuff. So I think I'm going to... I might go um, practice on Ground Zeroes again, because that also means I can import a save in, which might be helpful. Um, they, will give you the sneaking, stuff. they will give you the sneaking suit, which is the only thing that's worth a damn in all of the imports. And yeah. the sneaking suit is essential. So I think I'll play some Ground Zeroes, just to get me practiced up and then when i get back from uh the states i think i'm gonna um i'm, I'm gonna tackle it then between that and fallout uh when that comes out in <laughs> month, so. it's a funny. month i'm you know i could do that in a month i don't right. know that you could finish metal gear in a month well i'm sure people have and people are probably putting 80 hours already oh no i'm sure people have john but <laughs> But I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think I can. And that just comes from the fact that I don't have time. Yeah. Like I yeah, was kind true. of. Ex- I was kind of expecting before this game came out that it would be a twenty, maybe twenty-five hour game to do everything because that's a typical Metal Gear. Yeah. Mm. I've spent twenty-five hours and I haven't even fucking started. Yeah, I've I've put probably about thirty hours into it, uh, and I'm at about thirty percent complete. Um, I have a feeling I, I plan on beating this game probably next week. Um, but yes, yeah, long. <laughs> and, and that's the thing is like you go through that prologue. The prologue I think took me an hour. Yeah, and that's the most Kojima that game is for the first eleven hours. Yeah, <laughs> for the next ten hours, the 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 gameplay to cutscene ratio is way off on Metal Gear standards. Yeah, you will see hardly any cutscenes. Yeah, and, and the, the story comes from the cassette tapes? Yeah, listen to the cassette tapes. If you really want to get into the story and stuff like that, and even the back history of some of the Metal Gear games, listen to those cassette tapes. Okay, well, I, I, I'm going to listen to them anyway, because I think it's, it's quite good that they play, and a lot of the time I'll listen to them whilst I'm scoping out an area because that takes time, because you have to wait for the... You know, you have to get into certain different positions. You have to wait for the, the guards to do their routes so you can see all of them. Um, so it's <laughs> let good. Me, let me tell you something. You'll find stuff later on that you'll be playing during missions instead. <laughs> so you can... There's actual licensed 80s songs in this game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, I, have, yeah. I have Kids in America playing. I have, you know, um, Take On Me. Playing, it's all eighties music. Yeah, uh, she blinded me with science. I have. Yeah, I saw your tweet about that. <laughs> I, ha- I have all these fucking songs, and I just have them on a loop, just playing like while I'm doing missions, and it's so fucking awesome. I've got so many like game clips of me like doing a mission, and then like escaping while I'm mortar shooting at me, and it's playing like we're the kids in America. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. Like I, I'm, I'm in love with this game. I really am. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because Metal Gear games have never been known for their deep gameplay. Yeah, and the Phantom Pain takes that to a level that I have never seen. Like there is so there are so many systems and things to do in this game that it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, this is. I've a- not even started Mother Base yet. Yeah, I've literally is, got to yeah. the point where you—it's given me the tutorial, and that's as far as I've got. Wait till you see. Like right now, you, like you start off in Mother Base is that big square. You're going to expand the fuck out of that thing. Yeah, and to travel around Mother Base, you have to have a car 
or a helicopter or use the box, yeah. the cardboard box transportation. <laughs> it's huge. You can't even drive to the zoo once you get it. The zoo? Yeah, yeah there, you will zoo. eventually get a zoo. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you Fulton recovery bears and animals and shit. And then you put them on a preserve and you have a zoo and you can walk around and look at the animals. And Yeah. It's fucking crazy. What you and there's, can do there's almost too big. It is almost it too is. big. It is. It is. Yeah, like I'm to the point now where I'm I, side ops are only done if I need something. But you have to be careful because some of the side ops that aren't marked as important, like you, um, there's one side op that pops up early on that says, "Okay, you should go do this." Yeah. But they don't do that for the rest of the game, and there's stuff you will miss. There is a cutscene on the medical platform that completely changes Ground Zeroes. Yes, it completely changes everything you know about what has happened in Ground Zeroes and the Phantom And if you don't do the side op that has it, you won't see that cutscene. You won't see it at all. When's this side op open up? I will tell you it's side op 51. Yeah, okay. do do side up fifty one, then go to your medical platform, go to the top floor, and there's a door that you can go in. Yeah, go it's in a blue door. door, and you go yeah. through the door, and then you once you trigger the cutscene, you'll understand why you needed to see this, and it's super hidden. It changes Jesus. every fucking thing. My mind was fucking blown. Yep, I see, sat there you, watching that cutscene, and I was like, "No shit." So you essentially have to one hundred percent this game if you are going to glean the full thing, the full story, unless oh, you wait for somebody to. You know, cherry pick what you need to do. No, uh, oh, still, I, that game's gonna just go, keep going and going, and that game's gonna last forever. Pretty much, because like I think side ops are already numbered up to almost two hundred in my game. Yeah, and they unlock in different order, so there is actually two hundred of them, but you have to unlock the ability to use them. Yeah, it's, I keep getting them. I've done every one of them in the first area, and. Holy shit. They keep coming. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on in that game. Yeah. I've, I've put a lot of time into that game. And like, I can't stop. Yeah, I can't either. That's, that, that's the thing. It's because it controls so fucking well. Oh, and there's so many different ways to do stuff. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. I'm that's not very good at sneaking. So. <laughs> you don't have to be. You don't, I don't <laughs> sneak at all, John. Like, uh, if I sneak, it's mostly because I know I need to save a prisoner. Yeah, that's the only time I ever really yeah. sneak. I'm a, and these are the things. This is that's what's so great about this game is you get those moments where you're like, "Holy shit! I can't believe I just did that." So there was a mission where there was a prisoner in the back of a jeep being guarded by like one of those big APC tanks. So I'm like, okay, I started following their route because their route is listed on the map. So I'm just cruising along the side, just waiting. All of a sudden, my iDroid pops up and says, "A sandstorm is on its way." So I pulled out my sniper rifle, shot the driver, the sandstorm blew in, I ran over, got in the jeep, and drove off with the prisoner, and nobody could see me! Brilliant. It was, oh, it was so good. Oh, you know what's great? Now, like, I've, I've played a little bit farther than Ken has, now I have a Fulton recovery, where I can just slap it onto a jeep with five guys in it, and I take the jeep and the five guys with me. Yep. <laughs> it's awesome. There's so much stuff in that game. And, and the thing is, is it doesn't spell everything out for you. No. 
So some of the stuff that you can do, you wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. And then when you think about it, you're like, oh my god, that's fucking brilliant. I can't believe that worked. There's multiple buddies you can take with you. Um, Let me tell you about let me tell you about the boss fight. So Drew spent 40 minutes fighting a boss. Yeah. Big, you know, grand battle. It was fucking awesome. I beat it in five minutes. Cheater. Never fired a bullet. (laughs) (laughs) Because I thought of a different way to do it. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool that you can do that. Yeah, and you can do that pretty much anywhere. And that's the thing. That's what makes it so cool. I have to say, though, that first boss fight was fucking great. Like just just the entire set piece of it, and like I, like we'll get into it whenever we do Phoenix Down for it, because I want to talk about that in detail. But that first boss fight, I was like, this is just fucking great. It was just it was just, it, it was like something straight out of like what you see in an action movie, and like the, the way they use the music and and what you're doing in it. I was like, this is this is fucking brilliant. There's so many moments in that game that are just so brilliant. Some of them happen at random. Some of them are scripted, yes. But some of them are just like, you know, I'm just going to go in and and whatever happens, happens. And whatever happens is usually awesome. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, whenever I do something, it's awesome. Yeah. Whether I meant to do it or not. So, I have to mention this. Um, I was I was wanting to waste time right so uh, i took out an outpost and then you, you know you can pull out your phantom cigar and it makes time go by faster mm-hmm. and i forgot that the shift change happens at uh apparently like dusk and dawn kind of thing <laughs> and uh when i got done smoking my cigar time would change and then whenever i stopped I was surrounded by guys. They were all pointing their guns at me. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, the shift change came in. You do know that you can stop the cigar manually, right? I know. I just, I, I was, I, I wasn't even paying attention. I think I was looking at my phone whenever I started it, and I was like, okay, I'll let you know. That's the thing about that game, is there's so many things that the game never tells you. And unless you catch one of those, you know, in between mission briefs where it says it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. There's just so much stuff that like I learn and then I go back and do a mission a completely different way if I want to. So let me ask you guys this. What do you think of Kiefer? He's alright. He's alright. He He's no David Hayter. He ain't no He's David right. Hayter. He ain't no David Hayter. Really. He sounds like Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. I don't... I, like It's know. not even like Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland doing a different voice. It's just Kiefer Sutherland talking like Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. I think my biggest problem in that game is with the fact that half the time people will address him, and he doesn't even fucking respond. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've made him so mute that it makes you feel like there's something else going on. Yeah. And I don't think I like that, because, you know, and, and this was a big thing, when when that ten hours is going on, and this is the best game in the Metal Gear series, but it's the worst Metal Gear. Metal Gear game. It's such a weird way to say that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know you, you texted me probably, what, the second night we had it? Oh, yeah. And you were you were generally pissed off. I was, <laughs> because I'm like, where's my fucking cutscene? Where's my 10-minute yeah. cutscene 
of, you know, Snake just rambling on about dumb shit. I don't know. I mean, it, but it picks up. I, you know, you know, I know. Oh, yeah, fact, yeah. But what, that boss fight is where it, it, it kind of It picks up in. even more. Yeah, the boss fight's where it kind of kicks in. The the point after that, the mission you're doing where you get interrupted by the boss fight. Yes. That mission right there is when it starts to pick up. And what mission is that? Eight? No, it's not 18. It's, it's not even a mission. It's a side op. Yeah, it's a side op, but it's part of, you know. It's part of the story. It's the side op that it basically says, you should go do this. Yeah. So am so, I playing some, like, cannon drums over there or something? Spoons. Spoons? No, I don't know what it is. That's a crazy sound. But yeah, it's it's probably close to about ten hours into the game, though. Yeah, it takes ten hours to get to the first like boss fight, the second Metal Gear moment of Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah, but it's pretty good. Yeah, and that's the only thing that kept me playing was like once the game itself clicked, because it takes a while. It takes a while to get used to the fact that this is. The mission structure. Yeah, a really in-depth sandbox. Yeah. Like, and once that clicked, I'm like, okay, I'm down with this. I'm going to play this because this is super fun. And then when that story kicked in, I'm like, okay, so now you're giving me my ice cream and my birthday cake. And I'm fucking all about that. Yeah. I have to say, though, this game gets dark. This game gets really dark. It started out dark. No way. Yeah. It gets... Kind of controversial. Mm. Um, well, the the, the cutscene on the medical platform that that changed the end of Ground Zeroes. Yeah, that that was pretty controversial. That was contra. I'm talking about like politically controversial. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 like we, we've seen it in some cutscenes, but they they get into some really horrible things that happen in Africa. Oh yeah, with yeah, I got you with. You know, which is kind of what you know. If you know anything about the Metal Gear lore, that's kind of where we're going. Yeah, there's some you know dealing with certain things like that. You, you get, who man, you get some fucking hardcore missions that deal with that, like for real. But for real, though. Yeah, um, real, though. I, I couldn't believe it whenever I did it. Like, like they gave me that mission, and like you need to take out this battalion. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, do I need to take these out? <laughs> Should I? <laughs> um, you question your morality. Yeah, it, it it's kind of crazy. I mean, that's that's a fucking bold move. I don't think I've ever seen a game do that before. So it's. It's fucking good, man. I want to see where it's going, and I'm enjoying the hell out of the ride to get there. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong, it gets weird. There's some weird shit going on. I mean, the the main villain is is a skull face. I mean, come on, that's that's it's a guy with a cowboy hat and a and and (laughs) okay, the fact that he's wearing like the Lone Ranger mask really throws me off. Yeah, he's wearing the Lone Ranger mask, but dude, we still know you got a fucked up face. Yeah, it's like you're not hiding anything. You're just kind of making it worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it, I mean, it's definitely weird uh, later on, but it, it, it does deal with some like real-world horrible shit. I just do hope they go back and explain so, the bits that I do not understand about the intro. I do hope we get that. 
There's a lot of stuff in there that I knew what was going on, but some of it I'm like, why did we do that? I most certainly think that they're going... You know my theory on it. I know your theory. And I think that's the truth. Well, we'll see. But there's other things I want to know, too. Okay. Oh, Hideo, you've done it again. You know what? Yes. He's a brilliant brilliant motherfucker. Yeah, and Konami... equal part brilliant and goofy as shit. Oh, he's extremely goofy. Like, anybody who thought that there would be... Like, if you haven't seen it yet to get the explanation for why Quiet doesn't wear any clothes, they explain it in the game, and I won't spoil what they say, but it's like, dude, no way. You're just a horny (laughs) pervert. You just wanted her to be half naked. Exactly. Like, when they give you the explanation as to why, you're like, "Uh -uh. uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. When you see some of the cutscenes that she's in in the game, Hideo just wanted to do that. I tell you what, though, have you seen the um, uh, have you seen the video online of the face scanning for her character? I think so. Yeah, they no. sure made that. I mean, it looks. It, I'm impressed by the face scanning technology because she looks just like the actress. Oh, really? So it's just yeah. modeled after the same. Yeah, show. yeah. That's yeah. That was her name, Stephanie Justin. Justin. Yeah. Go online and watch the. It's super brief, but she. I mean, they did a really good job on the facial capture. Huh. They did a good job on the graphics all around. That looks yeah, stunning. I, I, I just want to say, and I know I've said this to Drew a couple of times, but Troy Baker's kind of killing Revolver Ocelot for me. I like him. Yeah. I, I don't. I, uh, he's not Ocelot. The voice is terrible. Yeah, he's not, yeah, Oce- I'm he's not, not Ocelot. King. But, I mean, it, it's a different take on Ocelot, and I get that, but it's not I kind of like it. It's not Ocelot. Like, I love Ocelot as a character. He's one of my favorite characters in the series, and he just seems like a punk in this one. I don't think he seems like a punk. I think he seems like the, the only one that's... No, Miller's the fucking punk. Well, no, Miller is a punk. Miller's just a fucking angsty little motherfucker. But I know Revolver Ocelot <laughs> from being the guy who doesn't work for anybody and fucks everybody over. That's true. And anyway. he's acting like he's all buddy-buddy with... Big, Maybe you know, that's for a reason. Like, yeah, I but, understand but that. Even outside of all that, though, I mean, you don't take a character that's been in every game and give him a completely different voice. Solid Snake. Big Boss. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> it's the same criticism. It is. Um, and he looks like Troy Baker, too. The, uh... Yeah. <laughs> he does. You're right. He does. The, um... But, no, I don't know. Like, I, as soon as he opened his mouth, I'm like, please tell me that you're joking me. Yeah, they this gave is him awesome. like awesome. They, they gave him some kind of, like, Texan accent. Yeah, it's like, howdy doody. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about... Well, he's a cowboy. And then you had Ocelot from the Soviet Union. (laughs) Yeah, you sound like you're from the Soviet Union. Hey, Big Boss, it's howdy doody time. I I like him. I think he's fine. He's yeah. He's worse than like his his stuff is worse than snakes because he never shuts up. Oh whatever, Jesus. Neither Uh, does Miller, and he's an asshole. No, I don't like Miller, but I never liked Miller anyway. Yeah, I, I liked Miller in in Peace Walker. I didn't Miller, like him in Ground Zeroes. Miller seems like the kind of guy who would go home after a long day of battle and play a Final Fantasy game and get really angsty about it. <laughs> and then, like, maybe, got, and then, like he, maybe he, post a YouTube video about he has got spiky hair about character motivations. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Miller has seen some shit. I mean, he doesn't have a, a leg or an arm anymore. Well. Yeah, I mean, it's going to make it difficult for him to 
Big Boss something. has a piece of fucking metal sticking out of his head. You don't hear him cry about it. I was going to say, you don't hear him say anything. He's missing an arm and he's got the thing sticking out of his head. You know no. what he's doing? He's faulting bears, motherfucker. That's true. To be, to be fair... <laughs> Legendary bear. They did say that <laughs> legendary bear. No, no. <laughs> there's, a, there's a there's a mission where you have to go get the legendary brown bear. It's true. Awesome. There is. <laughs> the, um, the one thing I will say, they did say that that Pete giant chunk of metal is stuck in snakes is stuck in the language center of snake snake's brain. So maybe that's why he doesn't talk very much. It takes him 15 minutes to come up with a sentence. <laughs> well, how do you shit. feel? Oh shit! Quiet. <laughs> now that you now that you mentioned that. Just let it's, it. Just let it go. Oh, something just connected. But anyway, anyway, um, but anyway. yeah, you know uh, what? Yeah. It, it, you know, it goes back to that. You know, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go any further than this. But if you've seen the end of Metal Gear Solid Four, what do you mean? The end of Metal Gear Solid Four. Yeah. Yeah. Big Boss and I'm no problem talking. No. Well, they <laughs> they, they, they reconstructed him. Yeah, medical medical advancements have come on. Sure, yeah. sure. We'll just pull this. We'll yes. pull this giant shrapnel out of your brain. They, they <laughs> use they use pieces of of solidus and liquid to rebuild him. That's why he has he doesn't have a mechanical arm and four. Rebuild him. Sure, sure. Oh, by the way, equip the bionic arm and run up to somebody and punch them. Yeah, it makes Is the it sound. Awesome? It makes the sound. What sound? You'll 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 see when you do it. Okay. <laughs> the sound. The sound. <laughs> the sound. When you upgrade the arm to do sonar, it makes the same sound. Yeah. It's fantastic. It is. Okay. Yeah, just <laughs> equip the bionic arm and run up to a after guy that moment, force. After that moment, you will punch everybody for the next yes, 20 will. minutes. <laughs> I, really want, I, I really just want a call back to the original Metal Gear. I want to walk up to a soldier and have them say, I feel asleep. I feel asleep. I bet there's somebody in that game that says that. I'm, I'm sure. sure there is. Yeah, that and you, you, like I said, there's there's the third boss fight. There's a lot of callbacks in that. Oh man, all all this talking just makes me want to play it more. I can't wait to get back to it. Yeah, I, I need to finish that mission I'm on that's pissing me off because I want to keep going. <laughs> You're about to get into the the dark shit. I'm ready. Oh man. I need to God, go. This game is great. I need to go hang out at my zoo for a little while, though. <laughs> I said uh, you can set um, the helicopter music. Yep. You can you can get a speaker on your helicopter. Yep. I just did and, that actually. And you can set music. I have uh, Billy Idol's Rebel Yell playing. So every time the helicopter shows up, he starts playing Rebel Yell. That's awesome. What is that? I don't know what that was. That's the kettle drums again. The kettle drums again. That's my day I feel like did I'm. You guys a... turn on the. Uh, uh, now wait. Did you guys turn on the um, uh, controller speaker? I'm playing yeah. on Xbox. Oh. Yeah, I, I did. I, I, I think the controller speaker is a nice touch. It, yeah, I mean, it, it always. It's a hit and miss thing for me sometimes. Yeah. Like I really like how GTA did it with like every phone call came through it. Yep. Um, and in this one, you know, the everything like iDroid and shit like that. Yep. So like, yeah, it, when it tells you that it's um, what do you call it? Um, been uh, when you send up a Fulton recovery or whatever, and it's been received, it plays that through the controller. I yeah. don't know. I think it's kind of neat. Yeah. It's a little novel thing. Adds a layer. 
Yeah, none of you guys got the collector's edition, so none of you got the Metal Gear Rex head. Nope. You can run around with the head of Metal Gear Rex. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And it's in the cutscenes. Yeah. (laughs) Also, die several times on a mission so you can get the chicken hat. Chicken hat, yep. Oh, yeah, I saw that on one of the videos somewhere. Yeah, it essentially is kind of cheating, because it allows you to get, what is it, spotted three times and they won't notice you they won't, they won't alert anything yeah so it's kind of like a little cheat device but it's fucking hilarious to look at doesn't it make a sound it makes a sound when you when you come in when, yeah yeah it makes a sound because when, when somebody spots you, you you get the whole reflex mode where things slow down and then when reflex mode ends normally it would be like an alert and everybody start running but instead when the reflex ends it goes and then everybody just stops looking at you again <laughs> Oh, Metal Gear, you are so fantastic. I fucking love that game. That is my game of the year. I tell you what, right now I think it is mine too. I think it's going to beat out Mortal Kombat for my game of the year. Bloody hell. I I have not played The Witcher 3 yet, and I plan on doing it. It's 40 bucks right now at Best Buy today. Yeah, but I'm going to wait until... I guarantee you I can find it on Black Friday cheaper. If you can find it on Black Friday? Oh, I'm sure I can. I mean, I can find it online somewhere. Amazon.com. Exactly. All right, so anything else we want to talk about with Metal Gear before we move on? Uh, Anybody playing the online mode? Fuck, no, I disconnect every time. I do, too. I haven't even accepted the terms and conditions. I don't want any part of that. That's not what I'm there for. I, I was introduced to it. Um, like there's a mission that shows basically what would happen if you did play online. Yeah, and, it's the and, FOB mission. Yeah, the the FOB mission. Like I, I got a emergency call, and while I was doing a mission and saying, "Hey, we're being attacked. You might want to get back here," and I have to abandon the mission that I was doing, and then go and and shoot guys on my base. Fuck that. Yep. No. That's what the online is, and also you were only able to create one FOB out of the box. The rest of them you have to pay for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I disconnect every time I play offline. I do, too. And if you... The other thing that sucks is that if you do accept the terms, like when you boot the game up, you have to go through, like, seven screens. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, Yeah, it does take a bit of a... I take a bit of a piss, really. Yeah, no thank you. I have zero interest in playing that online mode. All right. That's a shame. I don't care. There's there's more than enough Metal Gear here for me. Oh, well, that's yeah. true, yeah. Without the online stuff, yeah, absolutely. I still have, like, mortars and, and gun emplacements all over Mother Base, though. I have Fulton Recovery every fucking I, I do, too. I'm up to, like, I have 24 balloons every time a mission starts, so I'm like, okay, let's just let's, let's take everything. Yep. And then I send a, a supply drop and get more. Yep. Just got to make sure you don't run out of money or supplies. Ah, oh, shit. I'll never run out of money. Are you kidding me? Because, like, the thing is, is they send everything even if you don't need it, which kind of sucks. Like, it sent me three cages when I was doing supply drops one day, and then it ran out of cages. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's finish this so I can go play Metal Gear. Fuck it. <laughs> let's talk about what's coming out this week. This is probably the slowest week for the rest of the year. Oh, but there still is a few things coming out. Uh, Hypervoid is out this week uh, for the PlayStation 4. Leo's Fortune is out this week for PS4 and Xbox One. 
Uh, Tearaway Unfolded is out for the PlayStation 4 this week. Castle is out this week, wow. Yeah, Castle Crashers Remastered is out this week for Xbox One, and if you own it on Xbox 360, it's free! Nice. Yeah. Also out this week on Xbox One is Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Uh, I shall be playing that this week. And Onigiri. Onigiri? It is mm. an MMO from Japan for the Xbox One. Free to play. Interesting. Yep. I I will probably check it out, but yeah, who has time for that? No. And that is it for this week. <coughs> Excuse me. Ooh. But yeah, like I said, probably the slowest week for the rest of the year. What's next week? Next week's Taken King, Forza 6, some other oh, stuff. De- um, the new update goes live for uh, Taken King this week, doesn't it? 2.0. Yeah, for on the 8th, you the 2.0 goes live, and then next week Taken King goes live. So that's when they change the level stuff? Yeah, this Tuesday. Gotcha. Um, as far as news, uh, the Castle Crashers thing was apparently news. That was just announced. Uh, Mortal Kombat X is getting a second combat pack. Four more characters. Four more characters, huh? But not till 2016. Mm. Have they hinted at anybody? They showed the the silhouette picture, and of course the internet has gone nuts guessing. One of them kind of looks like Baraka, which is really disappointing. (laughs) I don't know anybody that actually wanted Baraka. Well, he is in the game. He is, as is Sindel, you know. One of the silhouettes kind of looks like Michael Myers. Mm. <laughs> they just, I mean... Like one of them looks like Bo Raicho, I thought. Yeah, one of them looks like Bo Raicho. Which, if it's just the story characters, I'll be super disappointed. Because, I mean, I thought they were neat, but they're all just throwbacks and not characters that I was dying to play as. Although, yeah. I might play as Bo Raicho if he can fart still, right? Of course. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> that could be one of his fatalities. He just farts you to death. I don't know. It's Mortal Kombat, so I'll buy it. But whatever. Uh, speaking of that Metal Gear Online mode, it was broke as fuck for a while. Yeah. The servers weren't working. And honestly, I didn't care. It's supposedly fixed now, but I guess the PS4 version's still a little spotty. Uh, the Witcher 3 is getting a patch to expand romance dialogue because that's why people want to do that, right? Yep. Sure. They want to talk you, more. Who you want to, who you, well, well, you know, you got to sweeten them up first. I don't think that's why people do it. I think they do it to watch the following five minute cutscene of nudity. Sure. I'm just why saying. Not? Uh, if you do play Destiny, there will be no weekly or daily events this week due to the 2.0 update. Hmm. So, in preparation, boom, you can't do that. Yeah. Remember when Marty O'Donnell sued Bungie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he won. <coughs> <laughs> nice. He receives $142,500 uh, and thousands of Bungie shares. He's going to own you asses. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting some of that Destiny money, son. That's right. I mean, he should. He made part of the soundtrack to that game, and that soundtrack is amazing. 
Oh, anything he's ever touched has been pretty amazing. He's doing the Star Wars game now, right? Oh, wow, cool. Didn't he sign up with uh, Amy Henning's team over at EA to do that next Star Wars game? I thought I read that somewhere. But, yeah, that's pretty boss. Oh, what else is going on this week? It hasn't been a big week for gaming news. Did we talk about Armika last week? We did. Okay. We did. Okay. Just want to make sure we talked about that. Uh, Borderlands. Remember how we were hearing about uh, that big backwards compatibility update? Yeah. It was Borderlands. The first one. Th- that's it? That's it. That's the only game that's been added since Gears of War and Shadow Complex. What, what, what What's going on? It's in beta. If we get yeah. into November and we don't have that many games, we should be worried. Yeah. But it's still September. We got three months. Oh, fuck, I really want The Witcher 2 to be backwards compatible. I'm sorry, two months. But yeah, the Borderlands, the original Borderlands is now backwards compatible on Xbox One if you're in the preview program, but it does turn off screenshots and gameplay. Huh. So you can't stream it, you can't take videos, and you can't take screenshots. Something to do with the licensing. <sighs> Arkham Knight PC players, that patch be live. Yes, oh, it well, is. good. Yeah. Did you try it out, John? Did it work? Um, I, I've downloaded it, but I haven't tried it out yet. Supposedly. He's too busy playing Mad Max right now, apparently. Probably. Yep. He just came online playing Mad Max. I think that's it. I'm not seeing anything else. Yeah. Mortal Kombat was the big thing, I guess, with the four new characters. Not seeing anything else. So we're going to move on. We got some emails. Noise. <sighs> you say that now. <laughs> Wait. There was there was two video. There's only one. There was two audio ones. I only got one. The one was from Mookie. The other one was from Iokara. We already did the Iokara one. No, he did another one. Oh, if he did, he didn't send it to me. Well, yeah, I know he he said he tweeted us saying, "Hey, I sent another one." No, I got an email. Okay, that's long as fuck. Okay, cool. We'll do that then. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, the Mookie one, I don't think has a question, but I'm gonna send it to you guys, and if one of you wants to mute and listen to it, and let me know. But I think it's just a shout out. So there it is, and while you're doing that. I'm going to bring up the first question, which comes from Creed and Raid. Uh, He says, With Nintendo interested in making shows and movies, I was wondering which franchise do you want to see? I was thinking Legend of Zelda series, where each season season is a different uh, different game in the series. Season 1 should be Skyward Sword. What is wrong with you? Why would season 1 be Skyward Sword? Is that the first in the timeline? Might be. Yes, it is. But it's the most. Is there a real timeline? Yes, there is. There's there, an there official is. Nintendo timeline of The Legend of Zelda. I'm not Sky, even kidding. Yeah, yeah, Skyward Sword is supposed to be the first one. And it's the worst one. <laughs> Skyward Sword is the most boring Zelda game. Is it the worst Zelda game? Yes. You think it's worse than Adventures of Link? Oh. I liked Adventures of Link. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But it's not. I don't. It's I would I don't 
say it's not a bad game. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I just think it's the worst Zelda game. Well, we're going back to the Metal Gear thing. <laughs> exactly, but even if you go to that, like the first Legend of Zelda is probably the second or third best Zelda game ever made. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, to me, Ocarina of Time is my favorite. But Link to the Past for me. Um, Link to the Past probably be my second. Link to the Past is my favorite. Yeah, I don't, man, I don't normally call games perfect, but Link to the Past is about as fucking close as you get. I don't know, I just, that's a generation thing. You it know, is. I love, I love Ocarina of Time because that was, you know. That was your Zelda. That was my Zelda, you know, that was, that was, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I did play Link to the Past, you know, when I was a kid, but, you know, I played it's, it's, Ocarina it's, of Time when I was 13. That's you know, what I'm saying, is it's, it's between like 12 and 15, Whatever yeah. version of the game you played when you were that age is usually yeah. the one that sticks to you. Because I think Link to the Past for me was I was thirteen. Yeah. When that game came out, I was I was thirteen in nineteen ninety eight. So, oh Resident Evil, Metal Gear Solid, those were my games, baby. I was I was I had a job when Metal Gear Solid came out. <laughs> I was thirteen. I remember working the launch for Metal Gear Solid. And having already have beaten it 47 times before it hit U.S. shelves. You're insane. I was. Um, I don't... I can't think of a Nintendo franchise that I would want to see into a movie or TV show. I think Metroid would do alright. Yeah, but what kind of... What would it be? Would it be like a serial TV show about planets she's visiting that week? or It could be that. I mean, it could be almost like a horror thing you know metroid to me has always been kind of survival horror-ish i don't know i don't know yeah i can't i can't nail that one down i mean the zelda thing is cool because yeah if each season was a different link hero of time or whatever yeah that could be cool but could you really fill like i don't know 12 to 15 episodes about that well, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not exactly a plethora of dialogue from yeah. the Legend of Zelda series. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, shut up. <laughs> I just, I, I would like to see the Legend of Zelda one just so I could see who they, um, who they cast as Tingle. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> What's, um... Oh, God, what's his name? Shit. I had a perfect one, and I can't think of his name. <laughs> I'd just say go crazy, have, like, Terry Crews or something like that. Okay, that's a little... <laughs> in the Tingle outfit. In the Tingle outfit. That's a little much. That'd be awesome. The guy I'm thinking of... The guy I'm thinking of, his first name is Nathan... Nathan Lane. Yes. Nathan Lane? Nathan Lane oh, is Tingle. God. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Oh man, who would play Link? Link? Fuck, I don't know. One one of these actors that I don't know. One of the Calkin kids? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean like one one of the younger people who you know, like the, probably in their early twenties. Like, the, like perfect example. I, I haven't played Until Dawn, but I've looked at the cast. I don't know half those guys. One of those guys. One of those guys. Yeah. I have no idea who any of those guys are, but yeah, sure, use them. Oh, okay. 
I don't know, I have fun with... <laughs> Maybe they should get Arnold to play Link. Mm. I am the hero of time. <laughs> Got the Master Sword. <laughs> oh. Well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to make it cheesy like that? Let's do it cheesy. Oh, yeah. please be cheesy. Yeah. Well, let, him, let Link be useless and Princess Zelda do everything. Well, yeah, that would work, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that's how the cartoon was. Pretty much, yeah. Link was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that cartoon was great. Excuse him, Drew. That's right. Anybody get a chance to listen to that voice message yet? Nope. All right, rock on. <sighs> Are you ready for this? Yeah. This is an email from Eorkara. It's really long. Okay. It says, hey, yo, it's Eorkara. Ken, I've taken your advice. I'm getting help. I've checked myself into the Australian Dick Rehabilitation Center. So far, I'm three days clean. There's lots of vaginas here. Drew, in a previous episode, you mentioned you were a WCW guy. So am I. I love WCW, the whole NWO gig, and my favorite wrestler is Scott Hall. I also loved all the crazy wrestlers like Alex Wright, Disco Inferno, and La Parca. They made the WCW fun. Who was your favorite wrestler in the WCW? Sting. Going with the classic. Stinger, huh? Yeah. Um, The guy I used to say was my favorite wrestler in WCW... Murdered his family and killed himself. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say Chris Jericho. Um, we went to a Let's dark see. place here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, he says yeah, the second best ever. <laughs> the yeah, second, second best ever. Uh, having said that, though, I did follow WWF many years ago as well. But I think WCW was better at the time. Don't watch wrestling much these days, but WWE seems to be doing really well. All right, next paragraph. (laughs) Okay, so a few weeks ago, quite a few mentioned that they were going to trade in their Vitas. That makes me sad, but I understand. I'm also a Vita owner, and it's sort of become my PlayStation Plus machine. I haven't really bought any games on it at all. I've also seriously considered trading in my Vita as well. However, there's one thing that's stopping me, remote play. When my partner is watching her shows on the TV, the Vita saves my life, and I play my PS4 games on it. It makes me quite sad how the Vita has turned out. It was supposed to be amazing. It's everything the PSP wasn't. But I feel like the PSP had so much better uh, game library. The games that came out on the PSP were fantastic. I remember when the Vita came out and I seriously said to myself, Loco Roco would be amazing on this machine. But it never happened. Baxter, Monster Hunter, Pursuit Force, a proper Ridge Racer title, Splinter Cell, Siphon Filter, and really just so much more. Why didn't the Vita get the same treatment? Do you think it was the homebrew that helped sell the PSP? I don't know, to be honest with you. I mean, I th- the Vita was a little bit too expensive. The memory card thing was bullshit. And it still is. It's still bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's still bullshit. Um, and then it was the support for it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of the things is w- when you get a new system, the first thing you need to do is get an install base. And you need to, A, make it relatively easy to get as far as price goes, and then have some pretty eye-catching games to begin with. Sony didn't do that. And nobody bought it. So then third-party people were like, well, we're not going to develop games for this thing if it's not selling. And then that's what happens. Remember that exclusive Resident Evil game? 
for the Vita? That never what happened. Exclusive Resident Evil. <laughs> exactly. You remember that Bioshock that was coming out for the Vita? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yep. it never did. Yeah, never happened. I remember, yeah. I remember oh, um, Ken Levine coming out with that Vita. In his pocket. You remember, Ken, you remember Ken Levine firing everybody that worked for him? Yeah. <laughs> and then starting his own company? Every time I see Ken Levine, like his, like a picture of him, I, in my mind I always go, <laughs> like that, because I have a feeling that's what he sounds like. He, he, he doesn't. I know, I've heard him talk before. I was going to say. That's kind of Alright, you ready? Here we go. Yes. Here it is. The moment you've all been waiting for. What is it? Yep, open wide. It's the circle of life. Oh, wonderful. Take a moment to mentally prepare yourselves. When ready, proceed. <laughs> I swear, I don't know why we do these. They're so fucked up. Yeah, um, so, you're all in a desert. Can't see anything far ahead except sand. It's been two days without food or water. You only have a few hours until you die. Take one of the following two options, read out, and everyone choose one. Number one, you are getting really unwell. You decide to give up, so you lay down, you close your eyes, you start thinking about the greatest pair of tits ever. Greatest what, sorry? Pair of tits ever. Oh, okay. So you can die peacefully. Wait, ouch, what is that? You've received a stink bite on your knob. Your knob explodes and blood goes everywhere. You die a horrible death. Also, the news somehow breaks on YouTube in your snake bite video and your dick exploding and a million views. Your circle of life ends here. Well, I've got some views. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> One of you noticed Ken has a piece of paper in his pocket. It looks like a map. You find out that there's a temple with three chests in there or it could be the devil. The devil is known to broadcast on Twitch and ass-fuck people. What? You decide to take this road and take your chances. So essentially you have one of two choices here. You can either get your penis exploded by a snake bite and end up on YouTube, or you're going to go into this cave where it could be the devil or some chests. So, Don't worry, there's there's a follow-up to that. If you okay. choose number two, um, I would choose number two <laughs> because if, if, I really don't want my dick to explode. I guess it's number two because at least there's a chance I'll get some chests. Yeah, okay. John if, um, still seems confused. Yeah, if, if the devil's gonna buttfuck you, is he gonna take you out for a meal first? It doesn't say. It says that he could be there. He could be. Okay. There. He may not. It's not saying he could he's there. be there or. He could be at a fancy restaurant waiting for you. That's true. With a tablecloth. Don't I would worry. Like dinner on a show. Don't worry. You get to pick one of the chests. Oh, you'll get a show. Don't worry. You get to pick <laughs> one of the chests before you know what's in them. So prepare yourself for this. Okay. Okay, so I've decided to go ahead with the map. It's been many, many hours. You see the temple. Hooray. You all high-five each other. This is amazing. Cowabunga. You're all so happy. You're in the temple now. You see three chests. Oh, my God. This is amazing. The map was correct. There's a sign, it reads, you are trapped in this temple, one of these chests will decide your fate. If you do not choose one, you will get ass-fucked by the devil down the road. Okay. It will be broadcast on Twitch for millions to watch and enjoy. So, you've Why decided... the devil using Twitch? I don't... It, it's, it's a metaphor. Um, yeah, you spring, because Twitch banned that stuff. <laughs> the devil is not, does not comply. Hitbox. 
Um, so you've decided to choose a chest. There's chest one, chest two, and chest three. You must choose now. Okay. Is there any distinguishing marks on nope. this chest? Okay. There's just three chests. Pick one. Uh, chest two. Okay, John's chest two. Chest number one. Drew's chest one. I'm going to say chest number one as well. Okay, so Drew and Ryan are chest one. Let me read your fate. Chest okay. one. Oh, shit, this is terrible. You can't believe it. This is so bad. Your back spine has been dislocated, and now you're performing the circle of life on yourself. You're now hydrated, but the shame. Oh, no, it's on YouTube, featured on the homepage. Oh, no, it's also on the BBC, NBC, and CNN. You're still performing the circle of life on yourself. Oh, no, you're gagging. You're choking on your own dick. You can breathe. You can breathe, but you're hydrated. You die. You can't breathe, but you're hydrated? Think about that for a second, Drew. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Now, All John, right. Now, John, do you want to know what yours is, or do you want to know what number three is? Because nobody picked number three. Um, I'll pick number three, then. Oh, I'll, I'll listen to number three. So I you, still stick with two. You stick with two. Okay, yeah. number three is, oh, no, I'm so sorry. This is terrible. An alien has come down beside you. The alien is probing your anus with his finger. No Vaseline. Oh, no. Deeper. God, this sounds like some fucking weird porn fetish fiction. I am questioning the sanity of Icaraga. Um, um, Icaraga. Icaraga. Nicaragua. Danny. It says, the alien... The alien decides to do the circle of life on you, a two-way circle of life, but his penis is the size of your arm. Oh, no. You're now hydrated, but sucking the alien dick. Oh, no, wait, look. Above, it's Superman to save you. He fights off the alien. You catch your breath. You're so happy. This has turned out for the better. Oh, wait, no, it's actually not Superman. It's actually Super Dick. Oh, shit. Oh, no, circle Jesus of life Christ. with Super Dick. Oh, no, we can't know. go on. You gag and you die. So three was bad, too, huh? Yeah. Okay, so let's see what John took with number two. This is why I told him to get help. Clearly, it, it is not working. Uh, number two is, you're ordered to take the plane to the next island. It's beautiful. Lots of trees, bananas, coconuts. It's amazing. Oh, look, naked women everywhere. Could this be true? Yes, it is. Oh, well. Uh, well done. You live here forever. There's a spawn box. It has a sign. Anything you want, just ask and it will spawn it for you. You have survived and avoided the circle of life. Well done, John. Awesome. At least I'm a winner. John is a winner. <clears throat> well, well, I finally accomplished my life's dream. <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least no one, at least no one had to have uncomfortable sex with the devil. This is all very true. Yeah. Oh man, I don't. I need a break. <laughs> yeah. is, is, that, is, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's the end of the email. We're gonna take a quick break, listen to Mookie's message, and then we'll be right back. What's up, guys? Mickey here, um, coming from you all the way from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, first of all, um, there's a lot of, to compliment about you guys. Uh, I'm a long-time listener since 2008, and um, you guys were the um, the inspiration and who gave me that um, motivational feel to get to get back on gaming. Um, ever since then, I, I never stopped gaming. I, it just comes to 
uh, show that it goes to show that once a gamer is always a gamer uh, I guess uh, I mean like there's a lot of uh, of things that I want to say but uh, both um, you know throughout that year uh, I just want to give my thanks to those who uh, are still in the uh, in the crew and also who left the, the crew and and uh, It's been really fun, and I hope to hear you guys from, uh, well, you know, more episodes from you guys. I mean, like, you do this because you believe in it. You do, guys, do you do this because of the passion. Uh, it's not just, you know, for the money or fame or anything like that, which that I actually admire and still continue to, uh, to till this day, to listen to you guys. Um, that's why I love And that is that's the reason why this is my favorite uh, gaming or podcast uh, show uh, sh shows out there. Um, yeah, in regards to props to Irokara for the initiative. Uh, in regards to his question, a game that I found that's you know the game that I thought it was sucked was Terraria, and I end up playing it countless of hours. Um, and uh, it, it's actually fun. Just do remember that. Maybe you guys really make me remind myself that gaming is just fun, mainly for fun. And in the end, if it's not really fun, then it's just a time wasting game, or maybe just a waste of time. Yeah, I guess. Again, uh, props to you guys and. Um, Thank you for uh, for that for the years, and I would I will say that I would like to thank for the upcoming episodes and bakbakbakak uh, I guess. All right, so there you go. That's Buki's message. Thank you, sir, for sending that in. Uh, now we're gonna do the tweets. Then we're gonna get out of here. Our first tweet is from Nivek. It says, "If you were a pro esport gamer, in what game would you specialize?" Oh, Sega Life. <laughs> you still got that on the brain. I was gonna say you're not gonna be able to shake that. No, I'm. I'm think I'm done. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. Like the games I play are not competitive, really. No, Street I guess COD because that's probably the most competitive game I play. But then everyone else does and. I'd be shit anyway. Well, you're you're too old. Yeah, I don't have the the um the uh, reflexes. I was gonna say, like, isn't like thirty considered old in the esports scene? I think so. I yeah, very. Like, sh I thought in the twenties, like like the late twenties, they've, got, they've, they've, got short, they've got a shorter shelf life than a football player. I guess if I had to pick one, the only game I was ever really pretty damn good at was fucking Starcraft. But that's been a decade and so oh, ago. Yeah, mine was a, a decade ago, but I used to be really good at Call of Duty. Yeah, so. And back in like Call of Duty 2 in four days. But, but no. that was that was when I was 20. Yeah, I was yeah, a no. kid back then. I had a lot of time to play StarCraft. I mean, uh, Street Fighter, maybe. I mean, I do play a lot of Street Fighter. I could probably play hundreds of hours of any game and still not be good enough to be an eSport person. Oh, yeah. You're talking to a guy who works 40 to 48 hours a week and has enough time to play Metal Gear on the weekends. Yeah, no, that's me. 
<laughs> Ryan, anything? Mm, no. No? No. I've okay. never been good enough at anything for that. Alright, uh, next question comes from Dave. Um, he says, do you guys collect any games for a system? No. Um, nope. <clears throat> Comes in a day. I think Metal Gear is the only one that I collect. I mean, I collect, yeah, I mean, I have all the Metal Gear games, but I mean, I, as far as like a system, like, I have like all the games for the NES or all the games for the Super Oh, no, NES. no, no. My closest is probably 360. I think I have about 730 games for that. Jesus Christ, man. It's not even close to all of them. I know. I just, like, I don't I don't keep games, really, unless unless it's, like, a series that I love. Like, I'll always keep the Metal Gear games. But um, I'm not much of a collector. Never really have been. Uh, Nivek also wants to know, which actors would you be interested to see get a crack at a Marvel or DC film? Um, um, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I can't think of anybody that really hasn't already gotten that shot. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, they're like running thin on actors, right? <laughs> That's true. He's too old now, but I've always said that Neil Patrick Harris would be a pretty good Flash. How is he too old? Dude, he's like in his 40s now. Oh my god, Drew. Yeah, Make but it sound I mean, like can't. fucking Grim Reapers on your doorstep when you're 40 years old. He's he, yeah, but I mean you can't have him as fucking Barry Allen, who's supposed to be in his like early 20s. I don't know. Neil Patrick Harris looks more in his 20s than some people who are in their 20s. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. NPH would make a great Barry Allen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I. I, I don't like like you Drew I don't know a lot of these new actors yeah no, like they showed the, me the cast for the new Star Wars movie and I'm like I don't know any of you I know it's cause you get old I yeah. know that one guy the I, main guy I don't know any of them cause I watched I know, a movie called uh, Attack the Block and he was in it that's um is that John yeah, Boyega is that who you're talking about well no John Boyega, is that the one you're talking about? I th- yeah, I think, yeah, it's the main That's guy. the only name that I know from the characters playing in the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, I mean, I only know him because I watched that Alien movie with him. Like, I think Oscar Isaacs is one of them, and he was in um, Ex Machina, which was this, uh, this year or last, which is a pretty good film. And um, it's got another English guy. A lot of English actors in there, so. That They're all young, though. The, They're all they, young. Is that kid from the Kingsman? Is he in any of the Marvel or DC movies? He's pretty good. Don't think so. I think that was kind of one of his first sort of feature film roles, if I, if I remember. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. That film is. Pretty that film awesome. is fucking amazing, man. <laughs> yeah, and Samuel Jackson is just a dream in that. <laughs> I can't understand how you people talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just awesome. Oh, um, I, 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 I was late to the party on that one. Oh, I was too. I, I, I didn't I, see I it. To see it. Oh, you need to watch it, Drew. It's it's one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. It's Even pop, my wife loved funny. it. It's so good. Is it a comedy? It's no. Eh, it's more like an R-rated action comedy. Okay. It is. It is. It's got funny moments in it, um, but it's um, it is a play on James Bond and. English. Yeah. So it's like a quirky action movie. It's based off a graphic novel. Okay. It's very, very violent. Extremely violent. 
but it's so good. Best use of Skinner's Freebird ever. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Trust me. You will never think of that song the same way again after you see this movie. Go watch it. It's fantastic. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Fixer says, loving MGS5, but I know I'm in the minority in saying I hated the intro. Went on way too long. I will actually agree with him that it lasted a lot longer than it needed to. Yeah, that part, yes. Um, but as far as I mean, I fucking love that intro. No, I did too. But it, that, it definitely that got me ready to play this fucking game. It definitely dragged on too long, and it, it was also misleading as a Metal Gear intro because, like, they give you the crazy, and then they take the crazy away. <laughs> Getting all biblical on me. I'm trying. Um, King XAD says thoughts on the idea that Metal Gear Solid Five lacks story. I think the C tapes are full of info and a great way to dig in. Snake speaks a lot. He he does actually talk a lot in those tapes. He does, but again, I agree with the criticisms. That's not how you tell Metal Gear story. No, it's not. It's flashy cutscenes that look like they were directed by the Wachowski brothers. When the Flash is just some dude flipping his coat tails back. That's that's the Metal Gear way. No. There is a lot of story buried in that game, but it's not told in the way Metal Gear players are used to, you know, taking it in. Yeah. Uh, Adam says, I just got a bizarre game on my Android phone. Uh, It's also on the iOS. It's called Daniel. It's a bowling ally. ally. Just look it up. It's weird. Okay. I believe you. God, I don't don't know what that... What the fuck is that even? I don't know. Let me go uh, look it sounds up. Sounds really weird. You go look it up. I'm going to move on. Mookie says, too busy doing side ops and capturing all enemies and only killed a single enemy so far. Oof, man, good for you. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, he says, time to take a dump. What game are you playing? Buzz one drive. Like, when it's time to take a dump? Yeah. If you're going to go take a dump, what are you going to play while you're taking a dump? Nothing. Uh, I'm concentrating on the job in hand. Really? No yeah. room for error. No you, room for error there, I'm afraid. No room for error. You can make errors when you're taking a crap? <laughs> when you get to my age. <laughs> I think that's before you sit on the toilet that you need to worry about, John. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta test the waters, make sure there's no leakage. You know? mm. Anything else? I'm, I'm, I'm like vamping while I'm waiting on Drew to tell me what Daniel has. Daniel is, it's a bowling alley. Well, I've got it. It's actually a bowling alley. It's called Daniel, it's a bowling alley. And uh, the picture has a picture of a guy, looks like in a Speedo. Okay. It says, Daniel threatens the quiet bowling alley. The troublemaker Daniel is back at the quiet bowling alley. <laughs> this is real uh, descriptive. <laughs> yeah. There's a bowling alley involved. There, there's a bowling alley. There are guys in what looks like Speedos, muscle-bound guys in Speedos, jumping. It's Makes a bowling sense. alley. It's okay. A, I can't even tell you what the fuck this game is. <laughs> it's a mobile game, Drew. The, the, the top review says, Bloody Daniel, he never learns. I don't know why I still hang out with him. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, Settled Falcon says, Sony has three AAA titles this holiday season. Until Dawn, Dragon Quest Heroes, and possibly Persona 5. My question is, why are they not pushing them? 
because it's Sony. <coughs> Excuse me. Is Dragon Quest Heroes confirmed for America this year? It must be. I just hope Persona comes out, but I've got a feeling that's going to be next year. I was going to say, and is Persona guaranteed to be out? I mean, no. that might to be, but... Atlas came out and said straight up that we plan on having it out in the U.S. this year. Well, I hope they That'll do. That'll be nice. I mean, that's a, that's a big game. Yeah. That's one um, that I'm really looking forward to, so, uh, but I still don't think it'll be this year. But Sony not pushing games? Shocker. Yeah. I mean, Until Dawn was a great game. They should have pushed that. Guess what? They didn't. I've seen more adverts for Metal Gear, and, you know, bearing in mind how Konami have been, you know, that's rather surprising that that has more bus stop posters than, than something like Until Dawn. But there you go. Sony doesn't give a shit about it. It's, it's but it's weird. It's, 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 I know it. they don't need to f- focus too much on uh, promoting their consoles. You know, they're, they're doing really well. They're ahead of the game. But when you've got a year like this year where you're not really seeing as having many and Xbox have got, well, you know, they're really pushing Halo and Rise of the Tomb Raider and Forza. Um coming out and saying these are the ones we've got and look at how you know great they are look at the reviews again kind of thing you, you really think there's um they'd step it up a bit but hey hey sony's always been like that they've never really been one for mass market and their their products except for the order which was weird because that game yeah i don't i don't understand them yeah mm. i don't know dragon quest i may actually play a dragon quest finally i want to play that because that's like a like a Warriors game, yeah, it's really? like um, yeah. Hyrule Warriors, and yeah, and, Dragon and Quest the... Eleven, I think, is the one you're thinking of, Drew. Oh, okay, that's the one that was just announced. That's not coming out this year. I don't like. I've never played a Dragon Quest game. That new Dragon Quest looks really good. Like, if you've seen screenshots of the PS4 version, it looks amazing. They still use Akira Toriyama's artwork. Yes, I believe so. But you should go look up screenshots. It looks real good. Okay. Uh, Settle Falcon also says, Drew had a question in the MGS4 podcast about whether... Spoilers for anybody who doesn't want to hear it. There. Uh, about whether Big Mama knew that the body was Solidus, not Big Boss. Big Mama didn't know it was Solidus. Therefore, Big Mama indeed died believing that Big Boss is gone when the body burns with the boat. Ah. So there you go. Uh, John wants to say, sometimes even the random name generator gets it right. He sent a screenshot from his mother base staff. Dude's name is Hungry Hippo. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Are they random? Do we know this? Yes. I want to say they're random. They yeah. just combine a, a like a verb it's and a, an animal. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. That, that's gonna that's gonna be a whole load of fun. Uh, Sean wants to know who's looking forward to the Dragon Age DLC that's this week because it looks damn good. I have not touched Dragon Age <laughs> since I finished it for Phoenix Down. Yeah, I have not touched it since I finished it either, and don't really plan on going back to it at this point. Yeah, yeah. it's sad. It was a great game. It yeah. was a great game. I love that game. I'm just done with it. Yeah, I don't think I'll play it anymore. At least you can't um, accuse them of not supporting it long after the get release. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something for those that are sticking with it. Because that's a year later almost. Mm. 
Yeah, it's close because it was released in November. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, this year's gone so quick. Yeah, it has. Uh, but that's it. That's all the tweets. That's all the emails. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, you can send them to podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, you can tweet to us at N4G Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow each of us individually on Twitter, John is at John WUK. Drew is at DML Fury. And Ryan is at R Wombold. You can follow me on the site at ZTGD. And as always, check out Phoenix Down which was on hiatus this week, but we'll be back in the coming weeks with more goodies. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at ZTGD Phoenix Down, and you can send emails to them at Drew at ZTGD.com. Yeah. Are we doing anything with that D&D stuff? Uh, at some point, you did you really? Yeah, you did give me the name. I've got to get, like, a, a banner, a logo, and i got to get it on iTunes. That's true. This I don't stuff, know what we're going to use for a logo. I was going to say, this takes time. Just just use the Thunder in Paradise screen. I don't know. I was going to say, is it, you really think that's just that easy? <laughs> Shit ain't easy, Drew. It took me like a week to do your Phoenix Down logo. <laughs> I am not a Photoshop master. Okay? I'm not either. You do a good job, don't you worry? I try. <clears throat> if I get a picture of all my guys, you could just use that. I mean, if you want people not to listen. Hey, we're handsome. <laughs> Um, that's, that's it. I won't be on for three weeks, four weeks. Are you out next week? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'll be in. I'll be in New York. I was gonna say I didn't know if you were already leaving, but I guess you. Uh, yeah, I guess you are leaving there. Yeah, we um, uh, we we leave um, the house on Saturday because we're staying overnight at the, at the airport, and we'll be in the air at this point. I should imagine, or at least landed, um, and then obviously the week after. It's uh, me and Justin will be at the... Uh, well, uh, Ryan will be there, too. Oh, Ryan, yeah. yeah. Bengals game, and then the week after, I'll be travelling home. So, shit. Yeah, we will probably not have a show on the 20th, 21st, because... The 20th. Oh, yeah, 21st, it'll be the Monday. Because it'll just be me and Drew. Unless, so about unless, unless Jason can make it, but he hasn't made the last two shows. So, can I really count on him? He's been playing with his Star Wars toys, mate. Oh, Jesus Christ. I want to know how he afforded all that. <laughs> I, I, I looked at his call and I thought, he was moaning about being skint the other day. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you complain about not having any money and then you buy, like, 6,000 die-cast Star Wars toys. Like, I was very, very, very tempted to to try and find the um, Sphero BB-8. I saw so many people buy that and talking about that on Twitter on Friday, and then I saw the price tag on it, and I'm like, you're yeah. fucking nuts. Out of it's, your mind. It is ama- it's an amazing piece of technology, but I was I, I was think, I thought about it. I went to the local Disney store today. They didn't have any, which I'm glad, because I think if they would have done, I'd have got it. But then I thought, well, what the hell am I going to do with it other than keep it in its box? And at that point, what's the point? So no, I was exactly. like, nah. Things like one hundred fifty dollars, and like I have a kid, so that thing would be tore up in like a week. Mm, that's not a toy for kids. Exactly <laughs> the, the ironic thing. I'm um, saying that though, if I get one in the states, what is it? One hundred fifty dollars. That's actually cheaper than it is over here. Cause you're not going to find squid. it while you're over here, just FYI. <sighs> Good point. I, I mean, I looked at it today. Like Best Buy had it in their ad, and like you click on it, it's like not available for shipping, not available in store, not available anywhere because fuck you. Because <laughs> it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars fucking toys. Oh my god. It's the, and you know what's amazing? 
you guys ain't seen the movie yet. Yeah, it's three months out. <laughs> it might suck. Yeah, this, this movie might suck. Yeah, think about I all see. those Jar Jar Binks figures you bought before Phantom Menace dropped. They ain't gonna be worth shit if this film's shit. I was like, you know, I I have faith that J.J. Abrams will do a good movie. I do, mm. but you never know. No. Uh, anyway, I wouldn't be spending that much money on toys anyway. Disney Infinity. They do something though, John. <laughs> and truth be told, I didn't spend any money. <laughs> oh yeah, you were lucky enough yeah. to get that nice little package. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice little package. Uh, you all keep them guarded up, mate, because you've got one I want. So they're in, they're in my office, which nobody's allowed in my office when I'm not in my office. Oh, sorry. And if anybody comes in, there's a security system that blows your testicles off. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Cool. Thanks for the heads up. Hey, you know, I, I got to keep you informed. <laughs> well, you got like a shotgun aimed at the door and I'm not going to tell door. you what it is Because then you can <laughs> circumvent it, Drew You keep your secrets window, right? You keep your secrets safe Alright Well, that's it Unless anybody has anything else they want to talk about Nope No Alright, well, uh, well that will conclude the show this week Look for us to be back next week Probably still talking about Metal Gear Because that's what we do Another night we're out